Did you see all my insults at you? No. Were you not reading them? I said something mean after every message. I don't think so. I called you gross beard, and then I was like ugly hair, and then I was like stupid stash, and then I was like dumb earlobes. I literally didn't see any of that. Why don't you fucking read what I send you? I just ignore it. Well, why, dude? Like, Because like sticks and stones and stuff. Like, uh, you're so annoying. You need to read stuff. Why? So you could feel accomplished that you insulted me? No, you just, like, your mind is never, like, here. It's always somewhere else. It is. I'm just not paying attention to when people insult me. I just, as soon, I just, as, soon as I start, I stop reading it. Why would I have to, why do I have to read that? Why can't I just ignore it? Well, are you a crybaby? Did it hurt your feelings? <laughs> no, it's just that I'm above it. Well, that just sounds like the issue. <laughs> You're not above anything, dude. You're weak and below everything, actually. <laughs> dude, I'm above it. Dude, I it's it's almost one AM. Where the fuck were you? I was driving. No, you weren't. You you were driving for like hours? No, I was driving for that half hour and then I sat in my car and listened to music for a minute. Oh my god, dude. What? You weren't even listening to music. You sent me a video of you singing a song and not listening to a song. Yeah, that's because it was in the middle of being a bullshit. What was what? My phone wasn't playing the music. Oh, well, you're gay. Dude, you're gay. I sent a video Dude. of it actually working to somebody else. Fuck you. Who? None of your fucking business. Was it Jeremy? No. Oh. Who was it? It was a girl, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> was it a natural beauty? Yeah. Unlike me? Yes. Who's an ugly beauty? You're not a beauty at all. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'm not ugly. <laughs> <laughs> all right homie i think we should record all right it's your pick start us off all right <laughs> hold on are you choking on something no i'm just coughing fakely like you do when you're about to warm up who me no everybody Including me? I I'm trying to start. Am I not part of everybody? No, you're fake. How am I fake? You just said you were fake coughing and I'm fake. <laughs> you know, like in movies when they're like, Ahem! attention, everybody. Yeah, but it sounded like you were like pansy doing it. Yeah, uh, dude. Okay, like, like just shut up. <laughs> it's my time, dude. Down here? Stop. What? Down here? Down where? Here. What are you talking about? You said it's your time. It is. It's my time to start. Down here? The pod. The pod we're about to And do. it's yes, their time. Here. Up there. But down here. Down here, it's our time. Dude, I don't know this song, okay? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know it. What? I don't know it. No, what? Okay, are you red? Am I what? Are you red? I don't know what you're talking about. Are you ready? Chester, 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 Chester,
Maybe dead. Goonies don't say die, Carly. Maybe Chunk already got I'm not a goonie. Maybe Chunk's dead. Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. I'm not a goonie. Yeah, Carly, you're not a goonie. I'm an ugly. There's nothing to cry about, you pussy. Wow, what a great scene. Oh my god, dude. What are you talking about? Come on, are, we, are you ready? Dude, I I'm feel like start. you're not respecting the Goonies here. What up guys, JP back at you once again, bringing you guys episode number 24 of the Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. Joining me as always is my co-host, Carly. What's up? Not too much, not too much. What's going on with you? You know, just uh, camming it up here in the Skype room. Sounds sounds great. In the Skype room, eh? That sounds creepy. Dude, shut up. The okay. Skype room. Is I'm that like a special? I'm trying to reference the film we're doing. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering about your Skype room now. Dude, shut up. It's not a literal room. All right. I'm just wondering. I was just curious. Whatever. You brought it up. You brought, I mean, you brought it up. Whatever. So, uh, we are back again with another horror film to review. And this one is coming to us courtesy of Netflix. It is Ooh. a Netflix original film, which we haven't done a Netflix film in quite a while. I mean, we did do Hold the Dark for Jason Lloyd's uh, Halloween special, um, but we haven't done a actual Netflix film on a full Netflix and chill horror podcast episode in, in a little while. I forget what the I don't last even, thing we did. Was. Yeah, I was just going to say I don't remember what we even did. It might have been Santa Clarita season two. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. And then, I mean, obviously we did what the ritual in Veronica. That was probably the last yeah. actual movies, which was yeah. the beginning of the year. We don't get around the Netflix that often, and it's really simply because Shutter just puts out so much good stuff. Um, but we have a Netflix original here, uh, which is Cam from the year 2018. Uh, directed by Mr. Daniel Goldharbor, who is not known for anything. I mean, he directed two short films uh, in 2012 and 2013, and all the way in 2018 did his first feature, uh, and it is Cam. So that's pretty pretty cool. You know, your first feature gets this wide release on Netflix. That's kind of cool. 
was written by Issa Mazi, and she hasn't done any other work besides Cam. Uh, and then there was actually a, another writer on there, Isabella Link Levy, and she has a little bit more work. She she's done uh, like crew work and producing, but um, this is her first in terms of writing. So uh, a pretty green group of people that were were uh, involved with creating this film. So. Uh, Cam follows Alice, an ambitious Cam girl. Uh, she wakes up one day to discover she's been replaced on her show with an exact replica of herself. So we will try to uh, remain semi-spoiler free on this one. Uh, but yeah, Cam is, is interesting. Right away it starts with, in my opinion, one of the most accurate set designs and scenes involving technology and the world we live in in mm -hmm. more specifically the cam girl world not that i know anything about that or anything uh-huh uh-huh sure you don't buddy <laughs> no i'm i'm, I'm I've, I've definitely seen some you know twitch and and the the way that that um these sort of girls who make a living on the internet, uh, you know, act and, and, and conduct business, if you will. Uh, yeah. so this girl has like this entire room that's like pink and it's just really, uh, neon looking and the way that she's responding to the people in the chat as she's getting tipped is very spot on to how, either streamers of the gaming variety or streamers of the cam girl adult themed variety act. I mean, it I've, is spot on. I don't know how familiar you are with those type of things. I mean, it reminded me personally, I've seen some people on like, I think, I guess it'd be you now, like on YouTube, how you can live stream on YouTube. I've seen, people like that who are really big and I guess I don't really know in the chat you can give them like a hundred likes or something and they'll just be like oh thank you so much Derek for like the million likes it's so sweet of you and they just keep like shouting those people out and that's kind of what this reminds me of but of course this is a different type of scenario but that's very much what I would compare it to yeah what she's doing is legit like this is this is a legit uh, means of living for certain people in this world. Um, the way, the whole setup, the way that she's, um, a even to the, the aspects of where you're seeing more like clips throughout the show, uh, throughout the movie of some of her past shows where she's like spinning the wheel and, and different things that she's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, like the things that she's doing when the certain goals are reached, like these, these are all very, very, uh, well done. You could tell the filmmaker either spent a ton of time in these uh, cam girl uh, rooms or websites, or he just did a lot of research into the topic because it is literally spot on. Like um, funny story about 22 shots is uh, we used to do um, after shows. We called them, you know, post shows and, or, you know, 
pre- even pre-games we used to do before the show, and we would go into these rooms and, you know, sort of heckle um, the people in there a little bit. And we would, you know, it would be not streamed or anything, but it would just be like me and Moods and Jeremy and Kyle and a couple other people, and we would just go into these these rooms. So, so we're kind of familiar with them and how they work. So, uh huh. So, you're a bunch of pigs. Yeah, we, one getting. of us would share our screen to the thing that we'd go into, and then we would like, you know, usually Kyle would. So it's <laughs> J Pig K Pig J Pig number two for Jeremy, and then like M Pig for Moots. Whatever. <laughs> but so so this girl, I just right away when I saw this, I was like, wow, I really dig this because it is so accurate to um, that lifestyle. And I thought it was such an honest portrayal. So uh, I was into it. And then um, we meet this character and her goal is to climb the rankings of whatever website she uses. So uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but we lead. We, we believe that it might have something to do with uh, the amount of tokens and tips that she gets and mm-hmm. the amount of viewers that she's receiving. Uh, you climb a leaderboard, if you will, of other cam girls. And this is this is a very serious hustle to her. This is not a, you know, I'm going to hop online and make a few extra bucks. Like This is it's her career. Her career. And it's not only, and, and that's the key point here. It's not this girl's job. It is her career. She's treating it like a career. She's treating it like she's working at an internship and, and you know, working from the ground up to be a, a big CEO or something. Like, it's – she's treating it very seriously. She has a calendar where she's coming up with creative concepts that potentially can move her channel or, you know, stream up uh, a couple ranks in the tiering system. Um, she's, you know – clearly spent a lot of money on the setup and the lights and, and she's uh, developing uh, relationships with her guests. She has her do's and do nots. Like I will never fake an orgasm, stuff like that, you know? So it's, she's just taking this very seriously and um, which is interesting. It's an interesting thing because um, typically, typically uh, society would deem this in bad taste. Like you're, you're a bad person. You are, um, you know, a whore essentially. So it's kind of interesting that our protagonist is very comfortable with doing this. Like she's not depressed that she's showing her body off. She's yeah. not, um, you know, uh, ashamed of it. She's very, I mean, yeah, she wants to keep it out of her family potentially cause they won't understand, but, She's very okay with what she's doing. She's not like beat down about it. She's not like res- resenting the fact that she has to do this. Very different um, way it's, of yeah, portraying this. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like m- most movies would portray anything like this as being bad and have the girl be miserable when like doing drugs and stuff. But this girl's like, I think she's kind of successful. I think it's brought up. Well, it, it's she... showing positive aspects of her traits like her hustle and her um you know uh, like uh the like how she's an entrepreneur in this and and you know it's showing 
this whole thing in, in more or less a positive light. Um, and she is, you know, but it, it started as we follow her along, you start seeing a little bit of a bad side to her, the obsession um, mm-hmm. of climbing those ranks. And, you know, so she's doing these shows, she's doing these shows, she has other stuff going on in her life, there's some pl- subplots, like, with her little brother's birthdays coming up, and one of the uh, people that she uh, cams with has actually moved it to the area in real life, and that kind of freaks her out a bit, um, and she's tra- also trying to, you know, climb the ranks, and there's this other girl named Baby, who's like, the, the queen she's number one or whatever and there's like this hierarchy between the cam girls this very competitive nature between the cam girls and she's uh there's also like this cam house where a few of them like live and and then there's like these uh like co-op shows where two girls will meet up and and do like a joint show so there's all mm-hmm. this all this stuff going on in this little world uh but one day she finally she finally, finally breaks the top, what is it, 20? 50. 50, top 50. Yeah, she was like 55, and then she wanted, she wanted just to be in that top 50. So she breaks the top 50, and she's so excited. She has it all planned, the confetti and everything for when she breaks the top 50. And then all There's of a some. sudden, somebody kind of like cock blocks her in a, in a sense, and they all run over to this person's stream and she starts dropping ranks. And it's actually quite a sad scene. It's almost mm-hmm. like this desperation in her for, it's like, and it doesn't like, seem fueled two seconds. by, it doesn't, what, what's sad about it is it doesn't seem fueled by money. Yeah. It's it it more... seems fueled by a sense of attention seeking or needing to be, um, you know, popular in a way. Yeah, like it, it doesn't kinda... seem like it's about the success of, you know, the money, like making more money or being more successful in in the sense of bettering your life for with money and things that you want and need. It seems more of a just personal need to be in the spotlight. Yeah, and it's it's also just, I feel like with, you know, some girls are willing to get completely naked and do some crazy stuff on there, and then some other girls don't really want to do that, so it's kind of dealing with that as well. It's like the girls who don't put out completely are the ones who are going to kind of fall behind. Yeah. So. Yeah, so um, when, whenever this happens, she gets, like, really upset about it. And then the next day she goes to see where her rank is and her, she goes to log in and her password's not working. So essentially she is locked out of her account. Which we all know that frustration. Yeah. So she calls up tech support and isn't getting any help. Then she realizes her account is on. Like it's live Mm. streaming right now. So she clicks it and it's, her in a pool, like a little kid's pool. And she starts going through her calendar because it seems like almost every day she tries a different strategy and she's looking for like a time where she did a pull. You could tell that 
everything has blended together in her head and she doesn't remember doing a pull thing. But at the same time, she's like, I've done so many things. I can't remember if I did a pull thing. Um, but as she's going through her calendar, she realizes she's never done a pull thing. And then on top of that, the person streaming starts interacting live with the chat. Mm-hmm. So right away, you have this mind blow type moment where you're like, uh, okay, so this is not a rerun of a past show. This is actually a live show. And there's a girl that looks exactly like her in her room, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, what in the hell? And at that moment, Carly, I had realized that this movie was either going to succeed or die on how <laughs> they explain this. Yeah, that's uh, I'm right with you there. I, the whole rest of the movie, you're literally just kind of wondering, like, how is it going to end? And then once, you know, a lot of time has gone past, I'm like, OK, I know we're cl- we're getting closer and closer to the end. So this all has to wrap up somewhere here. So. Yeah, um, the concept, I think, is pretty cool. It's uh, very mysterious, but whenever I'm not, whenever a movie has a concept like that, is what I was going to say, um, you just, you're kind of left, like, thinking, like, you're kind of biting your teeth, hoping that they do not completely destroy it by the end of the film. Yeah, and I'm, I'm one of those people, as you guys heard in the previous episode, where if there's something that really bugs me in a film, it, it, it hurts my rating if I find that it's stupid or it's a plot hole or it doesn't make sense or it's handled poorly. It really bugs me. So this whole time I'm watching this movie and I'm like, there better be a damn good explanation for this. And I'm watching it, I'm watching it, I'm watching it, I'm watching it, and I'm like, uh, it's going in places where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be able to handle this. I don't know if they, they're going to be able to get themselves out of this. Um, and you know, she starts doing all these investigations and, um, she is trying to figure out what's behind it. She's calling tech support again. They're like hanging up on her. She starts running into that mysterious dude who she knows in, in real life, uh, or on the cam thing and she's seeing in real life, uh, her parents and stuff are, are potentially going to find out about this stuff. All this stuff's happening. And the entire time I'm just wondering, well, I wonder how they're going to explain this. Mm-hmm. So let me give you my opinion. All right. All right. So when all is said and done, when the grand explanation comes about, first of all, I was a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> then I think I pieced it together and I was not, I, I'm pretty sure I, ha- I understand what it is, what, what, what has went down. And I'll say that I didn't like it. I thought it was weak. I thought it was um, sort of a lame explanation. But then something interesting happened. I started thinking about it. I started thinking about the movie. I started thinking about everything that happened. And I started thinking about what the explanation was. And I had come to a conclusion at the end of this thought process. And the conclusion was that... Whatever happened, whatever the reason is, whatever the reveal is, is a MacGuffin. It doesn't matter. It's just not that important to the plot. Because although it is, you know, the the main 
problem that this character is facing, it's not the main point. Mm -hmm. The point of this movie is fractured identity. Identity crisis. It's about obsession. It's about the need to be accepted and loved. It's about the need to uh, feel popular and to feel important. And this character, as you start seeing, it has nothing to do with somebody stealing her identity. It has nothing to do with people taking her source of income. It has nothing to do with... Uh, this potentially uh, getting out and, and hurting her life. But it has everything to do with her personal obsession with popularity and fame and her spot and her tier and her ranking and her coming up the tier system and her getting back her account. That's all this movie is. It's about a girl who wants back her account because that's what made her feel important. This uh, showing herself this popularity, this this uh, having fans. Um, yeah, sure, I'm, the income is probably sweet too. But at the end of the day, it does not seem like the income even matters that much. She's willing to blow her her money. You know, $1,000 she buys tokens for just so she could comment to this thing that's selling her account, this person that's selling her account, because she is obsessed with it. She lost her identity and she wants it back. That's who she was. She was this cam girl. She was Lola Lola or whatever her name was. That was her identity and it is gone now and she needs it back in order to feel complete. The the what took it does not matter in the grand scheme of things because that is not what the movie's about. Boom. Good on you. Good on you. Um yeah, I mean, you do have a point there. Um, the whole movie, I was waiting for the big wrap-up, and uh, I feel like I was okay with um, what happens. I And I get what you're saying, how it doesn't really matter either way if it was a grand thing or not such a great thing, the way it wraps up, because it's more about the identity crisis and all that, but... At the same time, I wish they would have kind of went a little more into maybe what was fully going on because I do get what was supposed to be going on, but then there was like more to it throughout the movie that you're kind of figuring out as she's trying to figure things out, and I wish it could have been wrapped up a little bit better. But I see what you're saying where at the end of the day, the message still got across, and um, I do like it for that reason. Um, very much... It reminds me of when I was a young lad, young ladass, whatever, lass, girl. And you, yeah, lad is a boy, buddy. Okay, buddy. Um, but when I was, I'm not a boy, lass. Okay, whatever. When I was a young girl, age 12, 11, maybe, my friends and I had dreams of being YouTube stars. I made a YouTube account called Samora Fan 17. I shit you not. (laughs) You're lame. I was very into the ring Were back you then. Talk- at the bottom of the well talking to Samara. Yeah, I was. I really was. Um, but uh, anyway, so I made we made this was YouTube account. Was all your account. friends like, "What is Samira?" No, they knew the. We we all watched the ring together, dude. But anyway, I made this account because what was the you know, numbers I just... again. Seventeen. Samara fan seventeen. There were sixteen other Samara fans. 
No, my birthday is March 17th, so I've always used that as the numbers because it's easy for me to remember. That is yeah. why it is why still you my... Why did try Samarafan? It probably was taken. I don't know, really? dude. I like somebody them. actually took Samarafan? Yeah, there were other... Like, I was friends with people on there who were, like, Samora's victim or Samora... Like, I, dude, listen, you're I, lame. <laughs> dude, I had, like, a... I had a cult, okay? But you're missing the point. We're talking about Cam here, and I'm trying to relate a story, but Is we made this YouTube account, and we put some videos on it because we thought we were going to be as big as, like, back then people like Shane Dawson and all, Fred and, like, all those people were real big on YouTube, and we wanted to be that big. So we were making these really stupid videos that probably would have never caught on anyway because they were cringy. But anyway, one day I went to log in, and my account was hacked. And all my vids were gone, and my account was hacked forever, and I couldn't get back onto it. And I think you'd still look up the account, but all the vids are gone forever, and I miss those vids, and I miss seeing vids of me when I was 12 years old because what kind of those vids were, were they? they were just like really stupid improvised videos of us just being idiots. Like was Cody in them? Not really. Like no, I don't think he was in any of those ones. He was on. My friend Brienne's channel, which those videos still exist, but was he like Juan Fan Fifteen? No, he he actually his name was like Kenny Kennywood Lover, like <laughs> one five three, like it was something really. He does he still... love some Kennywoods. Yes, but nobody knows who Cody is. That was so. a gay joke because Cody's gay. <laughs> Leave Cody alone. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we're the point of the story is. I understand when your account gets hacked, it is frustrating, and you feel like a part of you has kind of been taken away. In this movie, it's a little more extreme because this girl literally is doing basically a pornographic type of deal, and it's actually her face and her account and all that. But yeah, overall, I liked it. Yeah, she's she gets very distraught over this. I like um, I like the concept of this film in general, the uh, cam girl concept, because it's not something that's really been done before. Like you've seen movies based on stuff that deals with like Skype and stuff like that, and then you've I have seen, seen a cam movies. girl or two movie. Um, girl House was one of them, but this one's very different in in that it truly captures the essence of what that well, lifestyle is about that's that's what I'm, that's kind of what i mean it's like you've seen movies where you're following a stripper or a prostitute or porn star or something like that but you've never really seen this being portrayed as someone's serious career and uh you know that type of lifestyle so i thought it was kind of a cool idea for not, a plot. not only that i mean it is a commentary on this generation yeah of yeah. the need like, she can't just shut her digital life off, right? She can't just walk uh-huh. away and be like, oh, I'll just get back to my normal life. You know what I mean? It, it, this is her normal life. Yeah. We can't yeah, separate was... ourselves from our online personas, in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I can relate to that. Yeah, we being, all, I think we all can. Being a famous podcaster, it's rough. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? There's a lot of pressure. I have to um, I have to respond to all my fans' questions and <laughs> comments, and it gets exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I bet. 
I bet being a famous I have to watch pop. movies, but then my phone's blowing up with everybody wondering what my day's like and how how I'm doing and if I'm going to review this film on my YouTube channel. And I'm just like, man, I can't watch Beyond the Darkness right now because people are blowing me up. Jeez, I didn't like realize how big of a deal you were, I don't think. I'm actually really honored to be on here with you right now. Of course you are. I mean, might as well be freaking Justin Bieber or something. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sorry that I, I am sorry that you go through a struggle. I hope I never reach that um fame. I don't want to be like Eminem where I'm like walking a fine line or something. Another date, another hotel. Inside yeah. of his though. He can't even go to Target. He just wants to go to Target so bad and look around. Anything. I just want to browse. Yeah. Look around inside it. <laughs> Is that what it's like for you? Do you go to Target and all the bitches be up your ass? Yes. Yeah. That's rough. So Anyway, are you ready to rate this bitch or you have other things to say? Yeah, I thought that this was a pretty well done review by me, so... I Basically. was thinking about this film for a few, like a day, because uh, <laughs> I watched it like a day ago. But uh, yeah, I was thinking about it and I was just like, you know what? Like, man, I really dug this movie. Yeah, I mean, I literally and, just watched it several hours ago, so I didn't really have much time to like sleep on it. But I was I was into it and I really like the uh, colors in it, too. I feel like there's a lot of neon and just darkness going didn't on throughout you, it didn't, didn't you want to make your room look like her room like except for no. less pink and gay no oh I. you mean like a, you mean like a, yeah we had that cam girl business that you wanted to run that one time exactly i tried to but like run, even when though i first met you i tried to get you to do this that was literally when your we manager 70 30 split yeah this was legit <laughs> this was legit like Six months into knowing each other, we were into these conversations, and it was a big conversation we had, and it was kind of convincing. Then I realized, wait, what, what I don't I actually. Say, need what you. was I even saying back then? I had it all figured out, right? I was like, I was like, we just need to design the room, get some like nerdy yeah. stuff, and make you look like have some super there, yeah, Mario posters dork. in the background, and and Pikachu plushies and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I I was ahead of my time. I knew yeah, I was, what I, what these weirdos like thought i thought about that conversation throughout this entire movie too i forgot about was, that yeah whenever you know you guys are like check out this movie cam and i was like cam girl where why is that so familiar and i'm like oh yeah we were gonna do that even though it's a totally just one person gig but you wanted to be my manager and get more money than me so no, just 70 percent. you said 70 30 yeah. Yeah, that's you would get the seventy, I would get the thirty. Yeah. It's yeah, that's my not idea. fair. But like you're not get get your own cam get your cam boy job rolling. No, is that no. a thing? Do they it, have it to? is, but it's mostly just like dudes telling you to jerk off. <laughs> I mean that's kind of all all you're really you're really good for, I guess. Yeah, but they want you to say some gay stuff. <laughs> No, I don't know. I I think I know that it was a thing because back when I was like really into like the gaming aspect of YouTube, no, uh, there was uh, a couple of channels that I followed and one of the channels that I didn't know, but everybody was talking about this dude. 
I still remember his name. His, his name was I Fly Anni I Fly Anni or something. And uh, he was like in the Air Force, and somebody was on a like like campsite, but for like dudes, and mm-hmm. they recognized his like chair and like couch and like the background. Oh my his god! Face wasn't on it, I don't think. And then they, like, posted it all over the internet, and then, like, this dude, like, got dishonorably discharged from, like, it, like, ruined his life. <laughs> Way to bring it up again on the pod, so. I know. Everyone else can hear it now. It, you know, my power of being. Yeah. Just, you know. Can, yeah, this can be all over the place. It can help, but it also can destroy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember that incident happening. And like I said. You know, I try any new female that I meet, I try to get them to go into this business venture with me, but nobody has taken the bait yet. I honestly, it seems like a good way to make cash and I would do it, but I would not be good at it. So damn, I just know I wouldn't be able to, I, I would just be awkward and people would tell me to do stuff and I'd be like, what? And it would just be same with strippers. Stri- I've. I know of strippers who make like a thousand dollars a night, and I'm like, that would be freaking nice, but I could not do that either. So yeah, just, well, they just... want you to stick stuff up your butt though, too. Strippers? No, the cam, cam girls. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying not... they they want nothing that goes up my butthole. You're gonna have to do that if not you want to be in a cam girl. Not in the butthole. But. You know, it, I, I I feel like one day I'll be able to trick, I mean, get somebody to go into this business <laughs> venture with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, one day. Yeah. Yep. So, I have great ideas, man. Great ideas all the time. Too bad it's not working out for you. Well, you know, I try and try again. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, it only takes one good idea to stick and then it changes everything. And then none of those failures even matter. <laughs> Moods called you like double fail J or something on the pod. Sure. Remember that? Remember when Moods said that? You're double ugly Carly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's rate this bad boy. Okay. I really dug Cam, you know, I, and, and like I said, I, I felt like the film was going to be hinged on how it ended. And it's not like it's complete like bullshit or anything like it. It can make sense. Like it's it doesn't feel like, you know, very realistic, but it's like, okay, it's fine for this movie. But, you know, it's not really super great either. And and I felt like this film was either going to succeed or fail based on that reveal and so when I finished it, I was like, oh, lame. And then, like I said, I thought about it and I let it stew for a little bit. And I started thinking about all these things about the movie. And, of course, the, the famous Alfred Hitchcock coined term, which is MacGuffin. And I was like, that's what that was a MacGuffin. It literally didn't matter. Like none of that did not. It was inconsequential to the point of the movie. And mm-hmm. it made me come around on the movie even more. I mean, I still, I liked it when I first seen it, but I just wasn't that, I wasn't super high on it. And then 
as I thought about it more, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm a fan of this. So uh, I'm coming in at a solid 8 out of 10. All right. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just watched this one earlier today in prep, and um, I was in for it. Uh, in for it. I was into it the entire movie, basically. I At first, I was kind of a little iffy. I was like, oh, this main character... Seems like she might be annoying, but I actually liked her and I felt bad for her because that just sucks what she's going through and trying to, her whole focus is just trying to get this account back and that is literally her career and her whole life and identity and all that stuff. And I, I really like that. Um, did they maybe, you know, bite off a little more than they could chew with the idea of the plots? Probably because like I said, at the end, I was okay with the end. I didn't really think, man, that sucked like you did originally. I didn't really feel that way. I wasn't overly disappointed like I've been with other endings. But at the same time, I felt like it could have done a little bit more with explaining what was going on. But like you said, the point gets across well. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. So I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. So 8.5, even higher than me. Wow. And I really like this one. Yeah. You're coming in high this year, I've noticed. Honestly, I don't feel like I was for a long while. I was more in the like seven, six to eight category. And now I'm starting to watch more films that I dig a little more. So I'm kind of, I, finally, because I feel like it's been... I feel like this whole year I've been a little underwhelmed, but oh, now I, I've I'm... definitely been underwhelmed. I mean, I've seen good movies throughout the entire year, but yeah. in terms of like true top 10 contenders where I feel like happy it's on my list, I feel mm-hmm. like the past couple years I've felt more strongly about the movies that ended up in my top 10 than perhaps I will this year. But me too. Like last year, there was a few movies I saw towards the end of the year that really impacted things. Um, so, I mean, last year, like I had like, I feel like I had a bunch of freaking nines, nine point fives, and I feel like my whole list was just nines. And now, right now, I'm sitting at like eights and eight point fives. And even then, I'm like, do I really believe it? Like, kind of like you said, I'm looking at my list and I, I'm thinking, do I really like this movie as much as I, I don't know. It's just the way I rated it is high, but I'm. I don't know. The list just, I don't know if it's in the right order that I would be happy with it being in. Yeah. You know what? I actually think I only have one nine this year so far. Yeah. And last year I started out with nines. Number 10 (laughs) was mother at nine out of 10. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I did too. And then by three, I had 9.5, 9.5 and a 10. So, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's the way I mean, it happens. T- talk about a great year last year when Mother is your number 10 film. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, I don't even remember my full list last year. I do. You remember my full list or your yeah, full your list? number 10 was Raw, your number 9 was Get Out, your number 8 was Brimstone, your number 7 was It, your number you're 6 was You're definitely looking Candy. at, you're definitely Your number 5 was Killing of a Sacred Deer, your number 4 was Super Dark Times, your number 3 was The Transfiguration, your number 2 was It Comes at Night, and your number 1 was... House, Hounds of Love. Not House of Love. I, I, I corrected myself again, Hounds homie. Hounds of Love. 
I know. Yeah, of course you, I know your list. You just read that off. I know you're on the site right now. No, just not. looking. You would Even if you remembered the list, you wouldn't have been able to spout it off that fast in the correct order. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. I know Jeremy and Moods is off the top of my head, too. Oh, really? Yeah. But, yeah, um, that's impressive. Yeah. See, my list would be different now. Just, like, looking at it, like, I would probably put it at, like, number seven and better watch out at number four instead of vice versa. Yeah. I loved Better Watch Out. It was so good. I feel like a lot of the movies on my list last year are not movies that I would really rewatch. Yeah, like they but didn't... that doesn't necessarily matter. Because like, I have movies sometimes that I never plan on rewatching. Yeah, and... it's like the best movie list, yeah, not the favorite, yeah. I guess. But Well, for me it is, but some people it's mm-hmm. not. Um, but yeah, so that is, you know, that's that. I the, It's heating up, you know, we... Only have a couple more weeks until the annual top ten show, so I really need to get watching stuff. But I have six movies that I need to watch for the podcast this week, so yikes. Better get doing that. Dang. Dang. Your life is so, so busy. What is your pick next show? I How about Down Range? predictable but okay i've been i it, it was my pick 10 episodes ago you're annoying a, 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 wait a minute a it's my pick next episode no this was your pick this, revenge no was my this pick. was your this pick was your pick revenge was my pick this is your so pick. you picked twice in a row no <laughs> revenge was my pick terrified was it your pick my pick it's not your pick. We're not doing this again. It is my pick. It's not. It's my pick. I don't know, bro. Uh, okay, so maybe downrange. Downrange. We're cranking we're these episodes out. I'm just saying. We are back. Shut up. <laughs> Stop. Like, I get annoyed by you saying that and i'm we're a part back, of the show baby like we're not bad guys we we're disappointed back. everyone it's like there's a there's a group of sheeps in here because we're back <laughs> i like i quit i can't do this anymore we're back like scoliosis <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even like those what <laughs> Guess what? You just named you just named a back disorder that I have, and that it, but it We're wasn't back like, like a vertebrae. You're just naming part, <laughs> like it's not a clever. Guess what, dude? Guess what? What? We are here, back again, like the hairs on Carly's back. I don't have back, dude. What? Don't even comment me about back hair. Why? Uh, these people, they don't know. They don't know the real you. They don't know what's going on back there. We're back like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> oh, back to the future. Yeah. Are you are you done? Mm. Is that it? Anything else you wanna any other back jokes that aren't actually jokes at all that you want to get off your chest? Uh, I think you, I'm out. You didn't even say, like, we're back like Slim Shady. 
Damn it. But like, Damn. Uh, that's literally the main one that everyone always says, but you blew it. Guess who's back? We are back. Back again. JP's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? JP's back. JP's back. JP's back. And Carly. Huh? And Carly, she's back too. Are you? I mean, I'm trying to be. You're not. The song doesn't go JP's back and Carly is riding on her back. His back. <laughs> the song doesn't go like that, period. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here until next time when we come back. Yeah. Again. To back. Uh, yeah. <laughs>